Welcome to today's episode of Property Millionaire Coach. I'm your host, Adam Panisi. I'm currently building a $200 million property portfolio through my development company, AdPen. I started in property over a decade ago at the age of 22, where I developed a $3 million project and I did this while I was earning $60,000 a year as a graduate engineer. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss another episode. If you want free training on how to accumulate multiple properties and how to do property development, go to my website, www.libertyblue.com.au. I also have advanced training courses you can enroll through the website. In this episode, I'm gonna talk about where interest rates are going in 2023. My name is Adam Panisi. I've got a couple hundred million dollars of my own property development projects. I've been investing and developing property for 12 years. And over that time, I've learned a lot of things which I wanna share with you. One of which is where I think the interest rates are going in 2023 based on what's happened, where some key statistics are leading us at the moment. So number one is inflation. Everybody's watching where inflation is going. It looks like it's peaked and it's coming back down the other side. So that looked like it happened in July actually, but then it sort of spiked again briefly after that. But it has looked like it's peaked again. And if if you just have a look at the rest of the world, uh, their economies are contracting. When I'm talking about especially America, China's contracting. So with all of that happening, I think inflation has peaked and it is coming back down the other side, which is a really great thing. There are some considerations that you do need to have as well on top of that. And they are that we are a country outside of the US and outside of the UK and you know we're far away from all that stuff. We have ultimately our own economy. We are quite small in the grand scheme of things with world economy. But in that, we do have a really strong economy. We are backed by the Commonwealth but we don't follow exactly what's happening around the rest of the world. But the US does give us some clues because they are ultimately the world's largest economy. So the US is contracting. They're probably going to go through a recession. I'd be surprised if they avoided a recession, but they printed way too much money. They gave it out way too freely uh, during COVID and now they're paying the price for that. They went way harder than what we did. So now they've got to come back the other way. So the The point that they're now coming back down the other side of inflation, we are, or we look to be as well, means that there's more readily available supply of materials. There's a lot less demand from the US. Shipping lines have started to free up, which means that we're not paying excessive amounts to ship products into Australia. We have availability of resources, so availability of raw material for one, but then also produced material. Now, it's not all coming out of the US, sure, but the US is a major contributor to that demand side of things. I just saw an article the other day about Amazon laying off 18,000 people. So there's a pretty good telltale sign. There's been some other major companies laying off huge amounts of people in the US. So US has you know some, some of the biggest companies in the world, obviously. It has the most wealth in the world, so it plays a big factor in the world economy ultimately they are the world order so they do drive a lot of the you know a lot of the supply chains around the world especially on the demand side of things Um, as does china and our links to china with our raw minerals and resources so where are interest rates heading into 2023 first of all i think we're going to still see some slight increases in interest rates 
in the first half of 2023. And I think if I was at the helm, I'd still be notching interest rates up slowly. I wouldn't be doing the 0.25, but then again, I don't have the experience that the RBA does, so I don't claim to be the expert at it. But I think the media drives a lot of the market sentiment. So, you know, most buyers will only buy a couple of homes in their entire lifetime in this country of other than investors. So if you own more than two or three properties, you know, you're in that top 1% or even less than that, that own more than a couple of properties. So for most people, they're only buying a couple of properties. So if you're reading the news and the market and the news is saying the market's gonna go down by 20 or 30% in 2023, you're not buying anything, you're not upgrading the home, you're not downsizing if you don't need to. And people always have reasons to buy and sell unless you're in that desperate or that more motivated state, you're not gonna be doing anything for the until the media starts to tell you that the property market is gonna go up. So from the RBA's point of view, they're really influencing the media, which is influencing the masses, so what you want to do is go against the masses. You don't want to jump in too early, but you also don't want to jump in too late when everybody else is jumping in. So I think the next 12 months is going to be some great buying opportunities, but the first half of 2023, I think we are going to see interest rates notch up a little bit more. They're probably not going to be as crazy as what they were, and hopefully the RBA doesn't want to break our economy completely. That's um, not in their best interest, and it's not in ours, obviously. We have you know issues with rental crisis at the moment, it's going to be issues with lower socioeconomic areas, people not being able to afford their mortgage repayments. They're going to be forced to sell up or in their mind, they're going to be forced to sell up. I'll go into detail on that on another video. But for the first half, interest rates are going to notch up. So there's going to be some more pain before they then come back in 2023. I don't think there's going to be much more interest rate pain into 23. But the back half, I think they're probably going to bring it back by maybe 0.25, maybe half. And they've done that, you know, they've gone hard on purpose to tame inflation. It sounds a bit crazy about them going too hard, but they, they have to, to bring inflation back down because people are just spending silly amounts of money. And people are sitting on a lot of savings. If you're not sitting on savings, you're in the minority. But as a country, we are sitting on a lot more savings than what we were pre-COVID. So we're a lot more cashed up. Uh, most people have gone through a spending spree. So if you're in the market for not only a home, but also the other toys, people are gonna be probably selling, you know, their boats, jet skis, cars, you know, all of those markets that were hyperinflated in COVID or post-COVID, they're all gonna come back down to some sort of normality, uh, which I, I heard a really wealthy guy that I know and talk to regularly tell me that if something doesn't make sense, it doesn't last. And that that one line I thought was was a real classic. Like you don't have to be an absolute genius, but if something doesn't make sense, so if you're buying a secondhand car and it's more expensive than a new car, for example, or you know the price of a secondhand car has gone up by ten or twenty thousand dollars, you know that doesn't make sense in history. If you look back, that hasn't ever happened. So you know if it doesn't make sense, it's not going to last. And those intangible items like cars, boats, jet skis, you know they don't appreciate in value, you know, they're a liability, they're definitely not an asset. So all those people that have extended those themselves, yes, they're going to be feeling the pain if, if you've extended yourself on, you know, a 90 or 95% LVR loan and, you know, it's the absolute maximum you can afford. Well, when interest rates rise and you're earning the same amount of money, then sure, you're gonna feel that pain. But, you know, even if you're in the rental market, if rents go up, you're still going to feel, you know, equally the same pain. 
if you're paying rent. So, you know, it's same, same whether you own a mortgage or your rent. The difference with, you know, owning or having a mortgage is that the bank does give you leeway. Tenants and the RTA doesn't really, rental authority that is, doesn't really give you that much leeway with regards to not paying rent. You know, you get booted out if you don't pay rent, whereas mortgage bank banks give you a lot more leeway than, than if you're renting a property. So you're actually more in a better position if you are actually do have actually have a mortgage. So in 2023, I think we are going to see maybe another you know 0.2, 0.3% increase in the first half, and then we're just probably going to see 0.25, 0.5. That's my crystal ball. I think that's where we're headed for, and I think a lot of people are going to be scared in the first half of the year, maybe even a little bit longer until interest rates start coming back. And if you are in the market to be buying property, I think there's going to be some awesome buying opportunities to come about in 2023 in terms of the property market. But don't just think you're just gonna buy blindfolded by anywhere in Australia and it's gonna go up. There's markets within markets, but overall, you know, a lot of that market sentiment is really driven by Sydney and Melbourne. If you have a look at other markets around Australia like Perth, Brisbane, Adelaide, you know, they've all gone up in the last 12 months, whereas Sydney and Melbourne overall have come back. But you know, even within Sydney and Melbourne, there's still you know plenty of suburbs in those capital cities which have still experienced growth. You know, even Brisbane, I saw some stuff in the media about Brisbane and also Sunshine Coast. I own properties in both of those locations, and negative media articles talking about how Brisbane's not come back down by five percent or whatever it is, or ten percent in the last five months. The properties that I own in those areas have actually done the opposite to what the media is projecting or portraying. So I'm not sure where these areas are going down by 10%, um, but the areas I'm in have actually gone up by five or 10%. So if mine have gone up, it means somewhere else has gone down by 20%. So you don't wanna be in those areas that are going down by 20% while somebody else that knows what they're doing like me is in areas that are going up by five or 10%. You know, there's a big differential there. So yes, interest rates are gonna go up a bit more. Yes, they're gonna come back down in the later half of the year. Yes, there's gonna be some really good bargains to be had in 2023 in the property market. But if you're going in and buying blindfolded, you're buying one or two properties and you're doing it off a whim, yes, you might get lucky, but you know, chances are you know, you might go the other way as well. And you, you might be on the tail end of that downward projection where the property or the properties in that area might be still in decline and you don't want to jump in before it bottoms out but hey you can't time the market exactly right no one ever has a crystal ball but you've got to be in the market so you've got to be one buying enough property so that you know if you do time the market it not exactly you've got multiple properties performing at different rates around you know different parts of Australia or even different parts within that capital city but then second of all you know you do need to get educated and be able to do it and buy property in a location and I'm not talking about going to one of the Spruker conferences where they sell you a property or they say this area is going to boom you know that could be hit or miss depending on which Spruker seminar you're going to and a lot of the times those people will be selling you properties so they're incentivized to make commission by you buying property. So if they're incentivized by making commission from you buying property, you know they're just going to tell you to buy XYZ property because they've got it for sale and not necessarily you know any property that could be available to you in the open market. So that's my take on interest rates in 2023. 
If you like the video, please let me know. Otherwise, if you've got any questions or comments, please put it in the comments section. And we'll see you on the next one. And like and subscribe the video for more like this.